As promised, we have a technique to make things a little more efficient, and it's called the technique of substitution. e to the 4x dx. We already know the answer to this integral. It should be 1 fourth e to the 4x dx. Now, the way to get this answer is twofold, but it starts always with u. <laughs> no pun intended. u equals 4x. We say let u equal 4x. And then the next step is always necessary as well. If I'm going to integrate e to the u du, then not only is it enough to replace 4x with u, I also need to replace dx with du. And it's not just um, as quite as simple as just replacing dx with du and leaving it at that. dx and du are not necessarily equal. The way to find out their relationship is with u, again. u equals 4x. du is the derivative of u with respect to x. So you could write du dx equals 4, but it's actually easier to use differential notation. Instead of du dx equals 4, write du equals 4dx. So the derivative of u equals 4 times the derivative of x. It's really not derivative. It's differential, but it helps to think of it. It is a kind of derivative. So if I want to write du, I have to have 4dx in the integral. But if you look at the original integral up here, I don't have 4dx. I only have 1dx. So this is where you have two choices. And every student is different about his or her preference. Personally. I'm gonna, I like the second way better because even when things get really complicated, it'll still work. But usually, in justifying the second method, sometimes it helps students to do this technique, which is to say, all right, I have e to the 4x. I need also 4dx in order to replace that dx with du. Since du equals 4dx, that means I need 4dx in my integral if I want to write in the next step e to the u du. But I can't just put 4 in here, right? Because it wasn't in the original integral. However, what can I put out in front, or anywhere in the integral, but it's easiest to put it out front, to adjust for just putting a 4 here? This is e to the 4x times 4 times dx. How do I adjust for multiplying by 4? multiplying by 1 fourth out front. So I replace my dx with 4dx, and I put a 1 fourth out front to adjust. So then I have 1 fourth integral e to the u du in place of e to the 4x dx. And then I can integrate this. This is 1 fourth. The integral of e to the u is just e to the u back again plus c. But then my integral was not in terms of u, it was in terms of x. So I have to go back to the variable in my original integral, and that's e to the 4x plus c. So this should look familiar. We had e to the 4x dx in an integral, and the integral evaluated was 1 fourth e to the 4x plus c. The technique I used here was kind of like um, giving and then taking away. Okay. So I put in a 4 because I needed it to replace dx with something in terms of du. 
but I can't just put it in because I'm changing the integral then. So I adjust for putting it in by dividing over here. So this, you give and you take away at the same time so that overall you're just multiplying by one so you're not changing the integral. Now, as the integrals get more complicated though, this can get more and more difficult to keep in your head. So what I do when I do substitution is to do the same thing that I started with, let u equal 4x, then du equals 4dx. But then I think about my integral, and I notice I don't have 4dx in the integral. I only have 1dx. So if I solve for dx right here, that'll tell me what to put in its place in terms of u. So I'm going to solve for dx. And in place of dx, I put 1 fourth du. So dx gets replaced with 1 fourth du. And you'll see on the next line, I replace 4x with u because I said let u equal 4x. And I replace dx with 1 fourth du. And you'll see that we have exactly the same integral that we had doing things forwards and backwards in our heads. One-fourth integral e to the u du was the same thing I got by putting in 4 for my 4 times dx and then putting in a fourth to adjust for that. So all I did that was different was instead of having to do this step right here with the 4 and the one-fourth, I went over here. And I said, if du equals 4dx, then I solve for what I have in the integral. That's 1 fourth du. And so I replace dx with 1 fourth du. Now I can integrate just like before. I have 1 fourth e to the u plus c. But it's not polite to leave your answer with different variables than you were given. So we, we replace u with 4x plus c. And so there's our integral. And by the way, not only is it not polite to leave a U in here, you're not going to get full credit, most likely, from your instructor um, if you don't change it back, because the integral was in terms of X. All right, so now, like a lot of these examples, it's best learned by more examples. So let's go to another integral. And I'm going to use, I'm going to talk about the first technique, but then I'm going to just mostly use the second technique. If you like the first one better, that's up to you. Just make sure you can be consistent with it. So let's look at this next example. It's similar to one that we've already done, but slightly different. The integral of 1 over the fourth power of quantity 5x plus 2. And, oh, I'm missing something, right? You can't integrate if you don't have d something. Let's make it uh, actually more difficult and make it dx. If it were du, then the answer would be actually quite simple. It would just be this would be our constant coefficient, and then I'd put a u in there plus c. But dx, with respect to x, it's a little more complicated. So I want to integrate this with respect to x. And I notice that it's got more than just 1 over x to the fourth power. So I have to look at it and say, I've got 1 over something, 1 over something to the fourth power. I'm going to call that something u, because that's the thing that's making this more complicated than it needs, well, than we would like. So I want to say, let u equal 5x plus 2. I'm actually going to make this a little darker. So let u equal 5x plus 2. Then 
we are going to be able to have the integral 1 over u to the fourth, which we'll rewrite as u to the negative 4. But I can't put dx here anymore because I'm integrating with respect to u. So I need to replace dx with something in terms of u and or du. So when I go to my original substitution, let u equal 5x plus 2, then I need to know what du is. du is the derivative of u equals the derivative of 5x is 5, then dx. If you don't like this differential notation, then just think about it in terms of du dx equals 5. And it's kind of like multiplying both sides by dx, and you get du equals 5 dx. Now, these are differentials. They're not exactly like numbers, but it, it at least is okay to think of it that way to help you with this notation. So du equals 5 dx. And again, with more examples, you'll be fine with this this step if you aren't already. du equals 5 dx. I don't have 5 dx in my original integral. I only have 1 dx. So that means that I either need to put in 5 dx and then take it out by multiplying by a fifth in front, or I can just say, well, all I have is right here. And it really does help to underline what you what you already have in your integral. All I have is dx. So I'm going to solve that du equals 5 dx. I'm going to solve that for dx, because that's what I, I have. dx equals 1 fifth du. So in place of dx, right up here, I put, instead of dx, I put down here du times a fifth, and I might as well put the constant out front, because if you if you recall, it's easier to deal with out there. So I have 1 fifth du replaces my dx. Same thing as if I had put 5 dx here and then 1 fifth to adjust for the extra factor of 5. So it's just one step less, and it requires less thinking in my head, um, which is always helpful. <laughs> so I have 1 fifth integral 1 over u to the fourth du. When I integrate this with respect to u, it's a simple matter, relatively speaking, of rewriting this as u to the negative 4 du inside the integral. There's still a 1 fifth out front. That adjusts for the chain rule. And then I have times the integral of u to the negative 4 is u to the negative 3 over negative 3 plus c. Now when I simplify, I have negative 1 15th times 1 over u cubed plus c. I'm just going to replace u with my original designation. I said let u equal 5x plus 2. So I replace u with 5x plus 2 in parentheses, that's very important, cubed. Oops, it's in the denominator, isn't it? Times 1 over 5x plus 2 parentheses cubed plus c. Or you might see the answer as just negative 1 on top over 15 parentheses 5x plus 2 cubed and then plus c. So you might have just these two fractions, probably would have these two fractions put together. Or you might see the answer as one fraction, negative 1 in the numerator over 15 parentheses 5x plus 2 cubed and then plus c on the outside. It means the same thing. All right, here's another example. 
getting a little more complicated each time, but you might start noticing a pattern here. We have the integral x squared e to the 4x cubed dx. Now, without worrying too much about a pattern, let's think about the fact that we've got x squared and then e to a power dx. Now, we know how to integrate x squared, and we know how to integrate e to a power, but we don't have a formula for the product of x squared and e to a power. A lot of students will mistakenly think that because they can integrate term by term, that they can also integrate factor by factor and do something like this. Or maybe they'll say, oh, but I need to adjust. If you check your work to something like this, you're going to catch the problem. The problem um, is going to come up in a couple places. But first of all, if you check this, and please, if you're writing this on your notes, please get ready to put a big X through it, because it's not correct. If you write this as your answer and you check it, you're going to have to use the product rule, right? So then you're going to have two terms from the product rule. Your original integral only had one term. Even though it was kind of complicated, it was only one thing. There wasn't any plus or minus in between two terms. However, this differentiated is going to have to be the derivative of the first times the second plus the first times the derivative of the second. So put a big X through this if you wrote this down. It's not bad to write it down because it'll remind you that unfortunately we cannot integrate term by term. I'm sorry, we can integrate term by term, but we can't integrate factor by factor. We can't, if we have a product, it's all got to work together in a very special way. And that way, right now, that we're looking at is with substitution. By the way, this also wouldn't be correct, the e to the 4x cubed, when you differentiate that. That's actually 4x sorry, 12x squared e to the 4x cubed. So we have a few problems right now that we have to address. Integrating factor by factor is not the way to address the problem. Instead, if these integrals are going to work out for us, there's going to be something very special that happens. If we have something more than just x that's easily integrated, then we have to start identifying what we could make a substitution for, what our u could be. Now, so far, when we have e to a complicated power, like 4x cubed, we've been calling that u. And that's still a good idea, because we know the integral e to the u du, but we don't know the integral e to the 4x cubed dx. If I call this u, then the next thing that has to happen is its derivative needs to be in the rest of the integral, with the exception of a 4 or a 1 fifth or something like that, any constant factor I can put in and take away again, right? But anything that has a variable in the derivative of u needs to be represented in the integral. And fortunately, I've made this problem up to to work out just right. So if I say, let u equal 4x cubed, and again, I want to encourage you to feel free to to experiment, because this technique allows you to experiment, and you'll know if it's not going to work, and you can try something else. Try letting u equal 4x cubed. Then du needs to be in the integral as well. Because if I let u equal 4x cubed, I'll have my e to the u, but I need to replace dx with du. And I also need to make sure that I've got everything I need to do that. What's the derivative of u? 12x squared dx. If I let u equal 4x cubed, du is 12x squared dx. So that's what I need to have in my integral. If I'm missing the 12, that's OK. I can put it in and adjust by taking 1 12th somewhere else. But if I'm missing the x squared, then my u substitution is not going to work. 
I'm not allowed to put in x squared and then put in 1 over x squared on the outside. And I'll show you why um, in another part of this section. So I needed to have the x squared. Fortunately, the, in, the problem was written with an x squared in the integral. So I'm going to be OK. So when you look at your original integral with du, x squared dx is my du, except it's missing a 12. If you'd like, you could even do it here. Put in a 12 here and a 1 12 there, right? I'm going to do it a little differently so that we don't have to think so much. But if you see, you can put 12 here and 1 12 there. And then with the x squared dx, all of that will help to enable us to replace dx with du. So just going back to du equals 12x squared dx, I have e to the u now. I have x squared dx, but I don't have 12 of those. So I'm going to solve for what I do have. Just in case you started getting used to solving for dx, this time I need to solve for x squared dx, because that's what I already have in the integral. So x squared dx is what? du is 12x squared dx, so 1x squared dx is found by dividing both sides of this equation by 12. So it's 1 12th du. So in place of x squared dx, I put in 1 12th du. Just like what I had up in the beginning, putting in a 12 and then adjusting with a 1 12th. The 12 goes away because it's part of du. du is 12x squared dx. As the, and the x squared goes away for the same reason. The, the 12x squared dx is right here, replaced by du. But I adjust for the 12 not being there in the beginning by putting 1 12 out front. Now this is easily integrated. I say 1 12 e to the u plus c. I replace u with 4x cubed from the original substitution, letting u equal 4x cubed. And then I have plus c. On this one, the integral actually is less complicated, I think, in some ways, than the original um, integrand is. So the answer to the integral, I think, is less complicated than the original integral was. How do we check this? You should check this for two reasons. One is because I was talking a lot back and forth on this one, and I might have taken you around in circles. When you check it, you'll see all the little pieces coming into place. If you take the derivative with respect to x of 1 12th e to the 4x cubed plus c, when you differentiate, the 1 12th is still there right now, times e to the 4x cubed. I'm going to set it back a little bit because I know some things about e to the u, right? e to the 4x cubed, but then I have to multiply by the chain rule. So then I have times 4x cubed differentiated is 12x squared. Then the c goes away. And the 12s cancel. That's why I needed the 1 12th. And my answer is x squared e to the 4x cubed, which was in my original integrand. So I know my integral is correct. And the other reason you want to practice checking is because if you practice it now, then by the time you're taking the test, it'll be ingrained in you to check it on the test, and it'll be a piece of cake to double check this.